0: Hey, I'm Fred, and I'm It, and, and it. this is Create a Generation. Create a generation of hype. Alrighty, Frederico, it's back. Q and A roulette. What happens here? Q and A roulette. Well, we're gonna spin the wheel, and it's gonna land on a question that we get commonly asked, and we're gonna answer it. It's a very big wheel. It's got many, many
1: hundreds of slots on it. <laughs> it's got <laughs> it's it's a huge wheel. Like hundreds of slots. It's yeah. like <laughs> as big as the London Eye. Yeah, probably a little bit bigger. Anyway, let's get going and
0: I'm going to spin that wheel up. Let's go. All right. You got to go first. Okie Number 65. How do I make great content? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think every time we ask a question, we, I don't know how... It's, we end up laughing every time. That is probably the like, hardest that. question of all it of is, the questions we've one. ever been... Get asked. How do you make great content? Because it's such a nuanced... Mm nuanced thing, right? Like, cause what's great, and maybe this is my answer, but what's great content? It really depends on the type of content, the, the, you know, the topic you're making your content about and your audience. Um, what I might think is great content for me about Fred, I'll go there. Let's go cycling. Um, cause mm. long time listeners will know that I, I like a bit of a bike ride. Um, be totally different to someone who is into learning about physics or beauty vlogging or their favorite let's play minecraft gaming so that's i guess what makes great content is what your audience wants and needs and how do you identify that i guess is probably everyone's just slamming their head against the brick wall saying ant that's a non-answer answer answer." um so Mm. that's that's the tricky one right like it's it's pretty layered of, of and maybe Fred you could you could probably save me from, from this one in a more systemized, structured way of how do you how do you decide what great content is. But there are so many different layers to that and we could probably talk about it actually it's a good idea for a
0: whole podcast app to be honest. I really it, like that. It is actually a, a great idea and it is a it is a tricky one because um, I think you're right in the sense that it is very geared towards an audience. It's like what is good content for that audience? Because if you look at it, You listen to to something or you watch something. Um, If you're not the audience, you might think, ah, that's not great. But, you know, if you're the target audience, you you might get so much more out of it. So, yeah, first and foremost, I think you're absolutely right. It is about the audience and the specificity of the audience because different people are going to like different things. So, you know, you might not like some bit of content, but another audience might really love that. So it really actually fundamentally comes down to what an audience will like um, and what they'll accept and what they'll want to watch more of. So that's the first point. And then what you've got to start doing is thinking about, you know, you only have a certain amount of time in every video. How do you make, in that time, the best video possible? Things like your format and your structure of videos become highly uh, important. And you want to ensure that every moment is maximized, that the beat and tempo is great, um, that you've got a great structure that uh, allows the audience to enjoy what they're watching rather than try and guess what's going on. Um, and keep it as basically as sticky as possible. So you want your attention in those videos to be as good as possible. And that does come down to um, experimentation, right? You have to experiment, especially if you're a new creator. You'll want to see, well, you know, what is the right length for my audience? What are they like uh, uh, watching the most? What type of um, structure works best for them? And as over time you'll start to, to whittle it down, I think where the big problem I see um, where I see issues coming up is when a creator just creates random content and then a surprise when the audience isn't watching enough of it. If you're more deliberate uh, and more thoughtful about the content you make and you look at your data and you're looking at the feedback and you're seeing what they're watching a lot more of and you start refining that and working along with that, effectively you're going to start making better content for that audience.
1: But also I think I want to, I want to hammer home the point that it no one comes out of the box making excellent great content or very very few people do and it is an iterative process like there is you 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 do have to sort of work at it develop it but yeah like fred said pay attention to what those signals are because if if you want to grow an audience you're going to have to also create content that that audience likes and you know platforms like youtube and tiktok and insta they all have analytics have a look at them Um, and don't ignore what they're saying and then then you can start shaping your content based on that. Right. I dug I my, dug myself out of that one by throwing to you, Federico. How about I'll have a spin of the wheel and ask you a question straight up? Hmm. All right, number 29. Do I need a good back catalogue of content on my channel? That is a good
0: question. Um, I think uh, when you're looking at things like YouTube, uh, absolutely. Um, the back catalogue can make a big difference because YouTube um, you know, is still in, in many ways the gold standard of, of, of um online or short form video, because one of the things that make it so great is that uh, a viewer can go and look at the back catalog and sit there and enjoy all that content. Um, Whereas some of the other platforms do tend to focus a little bit more on the now and the most Current content so yeah a back catalog can really be great especially if some someone finds you and think oh this is a great video I wonder what else they've done and then they're surprised to find like you know 30 or 40 fantastic videos they can watch that is so satisfying it keeps them so engaged and it's a point of engagement which is which is really great plus a fantastic uh, signal to the algorithms that they're going there and watching your back catalog you know one after the other after the other that they are really engaged and enjoying the content so yes back catalog is super important Um, obviously when you start you're not going to have a back catalog uh, so you know you you do want to keep that in mind but um yeah i'd build that up um sooner rather than later ensure that there are a couple of videos in the back catalog that, that are strong and interesting so i guess what you're thinking of if you're a brand new creator is the first couple of videos how can i make them as interesting as possible and if someone watches one they'll want to watch the other ones together um, that's a good way of sort of crafting um, the future, what your back catalogue is going to be. And then from there, obviously, yes, yeah, start putting out great content that people will really enjoy and come back and then watch the back catalogue and be really engaged with you.
1: Yeah, totally. And what's interesting is, you know, with TikTok, historically, and this might date this this episode a bit, but historically the the back catalogue's been, I don't want to say junk, but not getting served right, but now they've they've just added a playlist function so that to try and because of that right like there's value in the back catalog
0: yeah with tiktok the i guess the issue previously was the back catalog is is harder to look through and harder to go through and you know the discoverability and, and searchability of it is obviously not great um with the playlist features obviously that makes it a lot better uh but yeah the back catalogs there um are still decent but like i said a little bit harder whereas with youtube that back catalog is still very very searchable um and you know you will get videos served to you on your um, homepage and suggested that it might be a couple of years old because YouTube realizes the back catalog of creators is still extremely valuable.
1: Yeah, which is pretty cool because you put a lot of effort into these these videos, so they're not overnight dead. They're, once people have watched them, they're still useful many many years later. I like that. I think that's good.
0: All right, spin a winner. Right, um, number eighty nine. Good number. Is how long should I spend editing a video? <laughs>
1: I'm getting the good ones aren't I? Well, it's, uh, as long as it yeah. needs to which is, you know, that's my my go-to answer. So I'm I'm kind of happy to get that. Like, you know, I could just bang these episodes out by just recording a whole bunch of pre-records of it depends and leave leave the rest to you. But this one really depends, right? Like um we <laughs> it it is that sort of Venn diagram of how much like a video's never done, right? Like I I've, I've ever ever. It can always be tinkered with and, and tweaked with. So you, you sort of have to have to find that happy place where, you know, good enough, done is good enough. You, you know, like there are some people who are magical creators who don't need to edit much at all because they just bang it out a really great pre-recorded script and they stick to that and they do it really well and their edits are very light. But We also know there's some creators that spend months, literally months, um, editing videos um, and you know we've we've and doing really well and i've seen creators spend months and months editing a video and if they'd only spent the initial 2 weeks on it rather than 3 months it the extra probably 1 or 2% they got out of those extra couple of months of working on it would you know made no difference really other than in terms of the audience re- response to the video but it made them feel good with the the product they put out so i think i can't remember who we were talking to recently on this on on one of these interview podcasts so it it might have been Corey Crater who, um, from eScape Media, who's grown a very big gaming, uh, content, I guess, media empire of YouTube channels. And he was kind of like, you have to get to a point where like good enough is done. Um, and get, get the video out. Um, which is hard when you, when you love it, but yeah, God, um, it, it comes back to that quality, right? Like what's how do you make good content? Is it is it quality? I am not know, You want to jump in because you have probably got a better answer than me. Um, but like, no, I
0: think I think that's actually a, a really good answer. Because sometimes you know, um, because people will obsess over the product, it has to be a point where you say, okay, this is good enough and it is done. Obviously, that can be a little bit militant, um, but you know, experienced creators know where that point is. Um, I'll say that especially when you're starting out, you will experiment a bit more. You want to find a workflow that works for you. You want to find um, methods that work for you so you're happy with the with the output. Um, one thing we do hear a lot, and every creator has this story, is they'll say, oh, I did this amazing video. I put in all this effort, more editing time than any other time, and it ended up being just an average performer. Like, we hear that all the time, whereas one, that they, they didn't, you know, put as much effort into and, you know, was you know very straightforward editing ended up being a really really strong performer. So, at the end of the day, just keep in mind that yes, you want to make a solid effort, but you know just because you go absolutely over the top won't guarantee it's going to be you know a real banger of an episode. So don't worry too much about it. Like I said, try and find the right type of workflow. Um, what you're really aiming for are those elements of audience engagement, enjoyability. Like what will that audience like? You know if they're going to not be too impressed with extra production value don't put that in if they don't need all the extra effects don't put that in um you know because that doesn't necessarily add anything else to the episode if they're taking certain things away give them that and that should be your guiding principle
1: boom all right let's see if i can find you one of those really it depends obscure let's see 110 If I delete a video, do I lose any watch time or views that video earned? Ah, well, that's a very if and or straight answer. Sorry. I'll find you the obscure one. Um,
0: Yeah, if you delete a video. So I think um, sort of the best way to answer this question is that every video that you you have in your channel and is watched by someone has... A different relationship with that with that viewer, right? So basically, the algorithms go through it and see how people are viewing videos and you know what they watch and what they don't watch. So it will have data for the particular viewers who have watched that. So if you delete that, effectively, that data um, could be deleted as well in the sense of what it meant to that viewer, right? So um, if you delete a video that's been there and has some history and you know a couple hundred people have, have viewed it, effectively, you lose out on that on that data for those couple of hundred people. So that's probably it. Um, I guess the questions we get asked about this revolve more around, you know, back catalog, people aren't happy with their old videos. Um, And I think we've had this question before, but generally I wouldn't delete any old videos unless they're really detrimental. um, And they are completely like, for example, in a different direction where your channel's going. Um, or you're really, really unhappy with them or you've said something that you shouldn't have said, something like that, then delete them. But if they're there and they're still performing and, you know, you're getting an audience in any way, yes, they might be a bit cringy because they're older, but, you know, you can, you can leave them. A lot of creators' older videos, they cringe at, but they're still up on their channel. So, yeah, leave it unless you absolutely need to because it can have knock-on uh, implications for those individuals who watched it in terms of the, the data is collected.
1: Is that basically then saying you potentially could be deleting the relationship you have with that audience? Not... If you have a relationship, but that data relationship, yeah, they that potentially you could then cut off past audience connection to you through the algorithm.
0: Potentially, yes. I mean, there are. I mean, look, there are many, many signals. Okay, look, also, this is also dependent on date and sort of the information I know at the time. Right, things can change as you hear this different episode. But you know, generally speaking. Um, the system knows the video they're watching from one creator, they may watch five or six videos. So deleting one of those may not have a massive impact, but you know, if the person's only watched one from you, that might have a bigger impact. So just keep that in mind is that it is impactful. The exact uh, extent of that impact can vary from person to person. Um, but like I said, it, it really comes down to the, if you really have to delete it, delete it. If you don't, and even if it's a little bit cringy, yeah, I just leave it where it is.
1: I was hoping for a sensational doom and gloom answer there, but anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah it's, it's it's not really like that i, mean, right. I don't think there's, there's nothing super doom and gloom you can do in this if you delete your entire channel right. oh sorry or oh, you go very much against the community guidelines that could also be uh not great so i would avoid those issues too all right 118 is it normal for my first uh videos to get so few views yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good it's a good answer that's totally right. yes. um, most people don't hit it out of the park straight away right like the opportunity is there you can that's the beautiful thing about it right like it's, it's, it's particularly if we're talking YouTube but um, you know TikTok as well and, and a lot of these other video platforms it, it, if you do hit it out of the park and, and dial it in on your first few videos it'll probably get it will probably get surfaced you know once you only you need a few people to watch it and watch it through and and um, it'll keep getting ser- your content will keep getting served out, but typically, yeah. Look, you, you're not, you know, if, if first few videos, you're probably not dialed in on your your content and your optimization as well. Um, yeah, look, you, more than likely, there's probably one in a million who's going to get a good number of views on their first few few videos, and everyone else is going to. Yeah, it's okay. You're going to get a few, get a few view, views and um, you'll learn and you'll get some signals of what people like and what you don't like. And it might not be mega numbers, but yeah, it's totally normal and it's okay.
0: Yeah, and look, it takes a while for creators to establish themselves on any platform so remember, your first uh, few views can, well, well, the first couple of videos can have very few views. New creators typically don't have an audience and the system has to help you find that audience. So don't worry if your views are on the low side, they will hopefully build up over time if you keep creating better quality content. Don't forget that even the biggest creators out there, you know, you look at the right now and go, oh, wow, that's amazing. But it wasn't like they had amazing views throughout their history. They had a period where they also were growing, and getting better and better and during this that period of time they didn't have many views either let's keep that in mind yeah definitely like you know who i like
1: to call a good friend of the show jimmy aka mr beast you know he spent like five years or so just grinding it out and now he's 50 million plus subscribers but those first five or so years he no one even probably knew his name on a on a other than he's a very small number of, of fans um so it does take a while like well, that is actually all the time Ant we have for today with the questions. Uh, bummer, I was just getting my groove on. Mm. Hey, um, well, join in next time because you'll just get to hear me saying, it depends. <laughs> uh, we'll just record that now, and Fred, you can handle the next one.
0: Indeed, indeed. Till next time. <laughs> Till next time. See you later. See you, gang. Hey, the generation, Look on the mic.